One of my favorite ways to unwind is by playing a game on my phone while I relax on the couch. And June's Journey is my new favorite as it combines several of my favorite things, finding hidden items, decor and design, and solving a murder. In June's Journey, you dive into June's captivating quest to uncover a scandalous hidden family secret while discovering the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. As you uncover clues, you also get to build your own island estate with expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. You get to collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. You get to chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. So can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This episode contains adult themes and is not appropriate for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hello the world! This is They Will Kill, a true crime podcast. I am Courtney Eck. And I'm Sadie Eck. And Mercury's in retrograde. Yep. Adnan is free. There's so hooray. much going on. Yep. Fucking huge hooray. Um, but it might get weird because Mercury's retrograde and this Mercury retrograde is smacking my head up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mine been too. smacking your head up too? It really has. Yeah. Yep. It's been a crazy couple weeks. What days? Yep. What, where am I? Yeah, exactly. So if things get off course, it's not my fault. It's the planets. It's not yeah. Sadie's fault. It's nope. um, Mercury look, tur- looking like it's going backwards, but it's still going forward. So that makes <laughs> sense. Thanks, the planets. But yeah. we're not here for an astronomy lesson or not an astrology tonight. lesson. Maybe later on in the episode tonight, we are talking about what, sister? This is the mysterious death of Patrick McCarthy. All right want to give a quick shout out to our listener Suzanne for the suggestion. Thanks, Suzanne. Yeah. On October 13th, 2003, 10-year-old Patrick McCarthy was playing with his stepbrothers, 7-year-old Noah and 12-year-old Gabe, while his dad Steve and stepmom Margaret packed up the condo where they had spent the long weekend celebrating Patrick's 10th birthday. Oh boy, a 10-year-old. <laughs> They stayed in Loon Mountain in the White Mountain National Forest in Lincoln, New Hampshire. The forest is known for its breathtaking views and trails that run throughout its 750,000 acres. Around 1.30 p.m. that afternoon, the three boys had been playing at the nearby playground, only about 300 yards from their condo, when, according to Gabe, Patrick dared Noah and Gabe to race him back to the house. They agreed and took off towards the condo, but when they made it back, they turned to tease Patrick for losing, only to realize that Patrick wasn't with them. I have chills. Major chills. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. They quickly retraced their steps for what should have been an easy trip from their condo across a bridge, down a hill, to the playground, but the 10-year-old was nowhere to be found. Mm -mm. They called out to him, but got no response. In the seconds it took to win a race, Patrick vanished. I I mean, this that is so scary. That is so <laughs> scary. Yes, it's Twilight Zone scary. Yep. 
I wrote a horror story for Please Leave, my horror podcast, for those of you who are new to us. Mm -hmm. And it was based on, I wrote a story called Brother based on cases like this. Because if you Mm -hmm. research, there are a lot of cases like this and that shit. It's like, it's terrifying beyond terrifying. Yeah. I can't imagine anything more awful. Nope. So right away, Patrick's brothers told their parents what had happened, and they sent the boys out to look for him again. When Patrick was still missing, they called the police. Mm. Authorities launched a search right away. Fish and game officers quickly organized more than 150 volunteers to help with the search. The entire Lincoln Police Force, Fire Department, SWAT team, state police, and National Guard all came out to help, too. Holy shit. Scent dogs were on the scene as well. They searched the forest near the condo where the family was staying, as well as more than 500 condos in the area. Wow. So the woods surrounding the condos was remote and, you know, it was wooded. It was a Mm -hmm. national forest, but the area where they were was not. I mean, it was was like a... Residential area. Yeah, like a... Well, we're going to talk about it more, but like in across the street from a ski resort. And, you know, so there was... It was populated there where they were right by the second day the number of volunteers swelled to more than 500 and they added helicopters to help them police and firefighters searched through the night with night vision goggles as temperatures fell and icy rain moved in but still there was no sign of patrick Mm. patrick's dad steve worried aloud to reporters that patrick was terrified of the dark he hated to think of his little boy out in the forest alone Mm. The 10-year-old still had a security blanket he loved and wouldn't even venture far from his grandparents' home, where he spent a lot of time. Oh my god. The blanket was even brought to the mountain early on in the search to help search dogs get a scent of Patrick. The search continued for four long days until a volunteer stumbled upon Patrick's body on the morning of the fifth day. Oh my god. He was found hidden in thick brush on Whaleback Mountain, 2,500 feet in elevation, and almost 2.5 miles from where he was last seen. Oh my god. The terrain was described as difficult, and he was 1,400 feet higher in the mountain than where he had started. Everyone involved in the search was devastated to learn that Patrick had died and that all hope of finding him alive was now officially over. One of the volunteers, Christy Devine, who helped look for the boy, told reporters, quote, I never dreamed that this would be the outcome. I thought we would find him alive. I thought he was miserable out there and hurt, but I thought we could find him. No doubt. Patrick McCarthy was born on October 12, 1993. He was described as a lover of just about everything. It's said that his family was his biggest love. He enjoyed hanging out with them and watching movies. He also loved fishing, playing chess, working on the computer, golfing with his grandfather, playing Game Boy and PlayStation, and adored dinosaurs. (laughs) He loved sports, too. He played hockey, soccer, and baseball. Oh, my God. He was an excellent swimmer. He could be found playing army around the house, and he hoped to become a police officer one day. He loved macaroni and cheese and pizza. Same, buddy. I know. It was his obituary was just like, he loved this and he loved that. And he he was 10. Love, love, lover of everything. That's so sweet. Yes. 
When Patrick was found, he was lying face down on the ground with his legs extended behind him, his toes pointed backward, and his arms folded under his chest. Hmm. The area where he was found had been searched several times. Quote, basically, the searchers had to be right on top of him to locate him in the vegetation, Fish and Game Colonel Jeff Gray said. The day Patrick was found, Gray told reporters that there was no sign of foul play or of a fall, but that the medical examiner would do an autopsy. Patrick's body was covered with bruises and scratches, and he was missing his socks, hat, and coat. Hmm. I assume he still had his shoes on, but I couldn't right. I couldn't find that for sure. Right. These items were never recovered. An autopsy was performed, and Patrick's cause of death was ruled as hypothermia caused by exposure to the elements. Hmm. When word spread of Patrick's death, people were surprised the boy got lost in the first place. The condo where his family was staying was in a large development across the highway from the Loon Mountain ski area. It seemed impossible that he could get so lost that he wouldn't have been able to even find the busy highway. Climbing guide and experienced rescuer Steve Dupius told reporters that once someone was in the woods, it would be easy to get disoriented and not know the way out. Mm-hmm. Quote, if you get 100 yards off the highway, you can't hear a car going 50 miles an hour. What? Really? No, thank you. I mean, I think 100 yards off the highway in dense forest right no, you are uh-huh. screwed uh-huh. especially if you're 10 it's so easy to get disoriented so mm-hmm. easy laura and i hike in town like in our town regularly there's a nature preserve that we hike and we have parked and ended up having to like walk our way out in in a different area and then walk down the road back to our car because mm-hmm. we and it's a, it's all paved or not paved, but there's a path with markers and stuff, you know, and you can like see houses and stuff in the preserve. So, you know, we're not in a like super remote area. You can hear the cars, you can hear the road and we have still gotten lost in there yeah. with paths and things very yeah. quickly. So, yeah, no, I had the same. I remember Ryan and I went for a walk when my oldest was a baby and, uh, there's a, like a, it's a part of an old army base. You know, the army base is still there, but they gave back a lot of the land to the people or whatever, to the the county. And it's not, it's not really populated, but there's plenty of people around and we got completely lost. Like it took us a very long, we had to pick a direction and walk until we hit a road lost. And I was, you know, brand new mom. I think, you know, he was like eight weeks old or something. And oh, I was started God. to panic. It was awful. Yeah. And I thought this is how it happens. And he just, yes. I mean, so yep. yeah, I could understand how this happened um, to him. I mean, it seems so strange, but. If he ran into the woods. Why right. Why would he run into the woods? Right. So as Patrick's family mourned their loss and started making funeral arrangements, they also started having questions of their own about how Patrick died. The first thing that struck them as odd was how the boy's body had been found. Usually when someone dies of hypothermia, they are found curled up in the fetal position. Mm -hmm. This is something that happens involuntarily as a way to protect your vital organs. But Patrick had been found spread out with his feet pointed. Right. For him to have ended up like this, he would have had to be standing when he died or passed out. Mm Mm-hmm. 
which isn't totally impossible, but definitely unlikely. Yeah. You know, and even if he had been standing and then, you know, say he passed out, it just seems so unlikely that he would have fell, fallen f- completely face first and landed in a way that his toes would be pointed underneath him. Right. I mean, it sounds you know? like he was pushed. If your toes are underneath you, it would or make more sense. Yeah, that you'd be pushed mm-hmm. or dragged because there had to be some sort of physical force to make your toes go in that direction. Mm-hmm. Yep. Patrick's family, mostly those on his mom's side, started to wonder if maybe he'd been dragged up the mountain and into that position. Another thing they found very strange was that Patrick's nose was found to be full of dirt, but his hands and fingernails were found to be clean. Oh, God, no, do not like that detail. No. If he had managed to climb to the area where he was found, he would have had to use his hands to pull him up the mountain. Terrence O'Connell, an attorney who ended up representing the family, eventually told reporters, quote, I hiked that mountain and got filthy in the process. The mountain is like this when he's gesturing with his right hand frozen at a steep angle. There were ledges that you had to transverse. There was blowdown you had to climb over or go around. You have to pull yourself uphill a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. For Patrick's hands to be clean does not make any sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Patrick had been given a Game Boy for his 10th birthday and hadn't let it out of his sight. Along with his missing clothes, the Game Boy had gone missing as well. So after Patrick's death was officially ruled accidental, Patrick's mom, Deanna, decided to hire a private investigator to look into what happened to Patrick and see if he could find any signs of foul play. Thank God. The first thing the private investigator learned was that the police detectives never went to the spot in the woods where Patrick was found. Excuse my face? What? Mm-hmm. They relied on wardens from Fish and Game to tell them what had happened at the scene. What? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? No. I I was really surprised because everything I read about the search was that the police were involved. And the SWAT team was there. Yeah. Like national. they didn't. Federal. Yeah. What? Yeah. They couldn't make it up the hill to take some crime scene footage, you know, photos just in case. Oh, my God. These wardens ruled Patrick's death to be accidental almost right away, but when the private investigator talked to experts, including four medical doctors and a veteran of hyperthermia research who reviewed autopsy reports and other records, they all said it seemed to them like Patrick had not died from being exposed to the elements, but that he had been murdered. Mm-hmm. They weren't able to see his body. This was, you know, a few years after his death, right. and so there was no way for them to do another autopsy on him, but based just off of what they read and saw. Right. So when the investigator looked into Patrick's family, he learned that Patrick's dad, Steve, and his stepmom, Margaret, had been married three years before Patrick went missing. They hoped that the fact that each had boys from previous marriages around the same age would be a good thing and that the boys would get along, but this didn't seem to be the case. Hmm. There were rumors that Margaret's oldest son, Gabe, would bully Patrick. There were even allegations that Gabe was sexually inappropriate with his younger stepbrother. Oh, boy. Steve and Margaret were well-known in the town they lived in. They owned the Gray Gables Country Market in a small town in Cape Cod. Steve bought the market after selling a string of Cape Cod Dunkin' Donuts, and Margaret helped him run it. 
But after Patrick's death, the family fell apart and Steve and Margaret divorced. She eventually moved with her two sons to Ohio. And this is all like a ale- huge, allegedly like mm-hmm. rumors. Most like of this Tyron information and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. I want to be really careful. These are real people. And I yeah. couldn't uncover any evidence that says that this happened or, you know, so I just yeah. want to be really careful. Uh, yeah. But I did come across a Facebook page of all sources um, that looks to be run by Patrick's mom, who kind of laid out all of the the information uh-huh. she had. But again, allegedly. Right. Allegedly. Right. This is her theory, mostly. Right. And her the, and the investigator. So according to a Facebook page dedicated to learning about what happened to Patrick, his mother, Deanna, states that Steve never looked for Patrick himself right after he went missing. And she alludes to the fact that Steve, Margaret, Gabe, and Noah allegedly had something to do with his death. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know. I don't. I, there was no information to back up the, these Facebook posts, but this is what right. she's saying. Right. She talks about how she didn't want Patrick to be left alone with Gabe. And when Steve asked her to take Patrick to the mountain for his birthday that weekend, she was hesitant, but eventually agreed, telling Steve he could go as long as the boys weren't left alone together. apparently it was her weekend to have him and Uh steve asked if he could take him instead and she said okay oh god no no i mean so for no other reason like that (sighs) alone would make a mom going crazy you know like had i just kept him for his birthday it's not your fault diana it's not your fault no you have to you have to trust your son with your ex yes let them be a part of that family and like work it out and hope for the best like there's just exactly. no fucking way around it that's yeah sucks yeah so deanna believes that on the day patrick went missing gabe and patrick had been alone at the playground with noah who was seven mm-hmm. while there the two older boys got in a fight over patrick's new game boy that he got for his birthday she believes the fight got out of hand and gabe pinned patrick down and sat on his head Patrick was then smothered in the dirt and died while wrestling for the Game Boy. Oh, God. That's so chilling. This this whole thing is one big fucking chill and stomach ache. Yes. She has also claimed that Steve and Margaret then helped to dispose of Patrick's body in the woods before calling police to report him. Allegedly, Uh, a theory uh, we do not know. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And from the reports that I, the, you know, the newspaper articles and the things that I could find, Steve seemed legitimately distraught. I mean, it was all about how sad he was that his little boy was lost in the woods alone at night. Sure. Um, I, you know, like I couldn't, but again, I don't, who knows? I just, it doesn't, to me, it didn't seem real likely that this is actually what happened. But again, I don't know what information they have that hasn't been made public there could be more out there that we're not aware of right well and it's like i would understand and shit last week we covered a case about a all pair being murdered because a woman had such a stronghold over her man mm-hmm. that he she convinced him to kill an innocent person with her you know it's, it would mm-hmm. not outside of the realm of possibility that margaret could have convinced her husband Steve. to mm-hmm. to cover up her son which would be his stepson's Mm -hmm. you know murdering his son right Mm -hmm. but it does seem less likely because the murderer then would have been his stepson 
right? right. And not his son. So right. it had it been another son of theirs, like Jean Benet sort of mm-hmm. potential scenario, that makes more sense. But mm-hmm. covering yeah. up or for your stepson seems a little bit more far-fetched. Right. It also seems far-fetched that Margaret could help her son cover up what he'd done without Steve being aware you know, like right. that, yes. in that time, it seems like they didn't, nece- maybe they didn't go searching right away. Although that the only place I could find that information was on the Facebook page. Uh-huh. Um, you know, but even had they not gone searching right away, the police were called quickly and Steve wouldn't have, you know, like he would have noticed if Margaret just went away with Disappeared Gabe. and went a thousand feet up a Right, and then carried a bodied up a mountain without yeah. police. You know, like, it just doesn't seem really plausible to me, but... Right. Again. But it does sound, I mean, those details aside, it does sound plausible that, you know, a kid who may or may not have a history with some sort of violence and, like, something got out of hand and he was overly aggressive with his mm-hmm. stepbrother and, like, mm-hmm. that does sound like something that could happen. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, my children, the way they play sometimes, it's amazing that they don't accidentally kill each other. I mean, like, honestly, there have many times that I stepped in and been like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, just the other day we were out there swinging and they know not to swing baseball bats around each other, like anywhere near. That's a big no-no. But I looked out in the yard and they were out there just playing some stupid kid game yes. where had one of them walked in front of the other, they would have had their not their head knocked off, you know? Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. Whether it's accidental or just a fight that went too far, you know? Yep. I, you know, I could totally understand how that would happen. And again, like, just seems more reasonable that you'd be like, oh my God, this is awful. I'm going to call the police. Yeah and you know get anyway. yeah but at the same time but, i mean this kid how old was the kid that is being twelve accused by, yeah so it's like okay well this our child is dead there's nothing we can do about it do we want to ruin his life too mm-hmm. right do we want him to go to prison go to juvenile detention whatever mm-hmm. you know or should because we just cover it up and yeah. like spare him because this was an accident mm-hmm. you know Ugh. it was like <laughs> yeah so many chills i hate uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. So yeah, I've just talked myself back into it. <laughs> yeah, right. The clean hands. It's all down. Comes down to the clean hands for me. The clean yeah. hands. Yep. It's unclear what exact evidence the investigator found in this case, but when he brought his findings to the New Hampshire State Attorney's Office, they declined to open an investigation into Patrick's death. Mm-hmm. So the investigator decided to go to the FBI since Patrick had been found on federal land. He thought they might have jurisdiction over the case. Right. The FBI did decide to open an investigation and looked at all available evidence and interviewed all of the people involved. The investigation would last over a year, but they too would eventually decide that there was no evidence that Patrick was murdered and closed the case as well. Hmm. Quote, this characterization is not supported by the facts currently known by the New Hampshire Attorney General's office, the Major Crime Unit, and the FBI, the release said. Mm-hmm. However, should additional credible information come to light, the authorities would certainly reconsider further review of the matter. Although the McCarthy family has cited to experts who concluded that Patrick's death was a murder, none of those experts examined Patrick's body as Dr. Andrew did during his thorough autopsy. But federal investigation records obtained by the Times state that Gabe gave conflicting stories about where Patrick entered the woods 
and that he mm-hmm. did eventually tell the FBI that he pushed Patrick to the ground and sat on his back the day he went missing. Mm-hmm. Patrick's stepmom, Margaret, told reporters in November 2009 that the McCarthy family was spreading lies about her and her sons in order to ease their own guilt about the boy's death. Quote, I'm frustrated by the stories. It's not credible evidence, she said. She also said that the different stories Gabe told were a result of him being nervous and having attention deficit disorder. Mm-hmm. Quote, I think he was scared out of his mind. He was 12, she said. Yep. Margaret also told reporters that she and Gabe voluntarily spoke with the FBI and submitted to polygraph tests. Gabe passed the polygraph, but apparently Margaret's came back as inconclusive. Shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Margaret also discussed the other accusations made against Gabe, including one that he allegedly made a sexual advance toward Patrick in the months leading up to his death, and said that she was troubled by them. She explained that Gabe had made a crude remark to Patrick and Noah about oral sex, but she said Gabe had been angry because the two boys were keeping him awake. Mm -hmm. Quote, am I proud that a 12-year-old was saying it? No. Am I shocked by it? No. No. Seems like he was angry and he was like, suck my dick. Right? Totally. Yep. According to Margaret. Right. Margaret ended the interview by saying that the McCarthy family was, quote, grasping, looking for a way to lessen their own guilt, she said. While investigators have focused on her family, she believed they ignored other possible suspects, which she said in this article that I read. And I think it's interesting that other possible suspects. So do like, do you think he could be murdered also? Right. Or do you think it was an accident? Right. And the whole, there's a bunch of other stuff in there that I kind of left out that was just um, fully, she's fully focused on her children and their lives. Mm-hmm. And you know, would say like, basically, thank God it was Patrick who died and not my children. Oh, God. You know, and not like in a, I'm glad he's dead way, but just, not you know, a- like, I'm glad that it was not my own children that died on that mountain, you know, so yeah. which is just seems sort of, there wasn't a lot of care in her words towards Patrick or totally. his family or their loss even though she was a stepmom to him for many years. And, you know, there just didn't seem to be a lot of love lost between them. Like, you know, she didn't seem sad that Patrick died. That's very suspicious. And maybe Mm -hmm. that is like her resentment for his mother and her family carrying over into her, Mm -hmm. you know, attitude toward the whole thing at that point. Like Mm -hmm. maybe she's just so fed up with it that she's Mm -hmm. just, you know, not being super kind and talking about, Patrick who she should Mm -hmm. like you said she should be like saying super loving things about if I was a stepmother I think I would be devastated if I lost my stepchild but yes yeah that's that's Mm -hmm. suspicious Mm -hmm. yep It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I've always been a big fan of planning ahead, like scheduling my trips months in advance, plotting out my next career move. I have five of them, as you're all well aware. Figuring out what to do for dinner while I'm still eating breakfast, reading menus before I get to the restaurant. 
But one thing I have never had to think about planning for is children. Yeah. Turns out that having kids isn't always as easy as just wait and see, right? Uh-huh. That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Nice. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results in only 10 days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, aka how many eggs you have compared Mm. to other women your age. You can keep track of them with Modern Fertility. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Traditional testing can cost over $600, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash theywill30, you can get $30 off your test. Yeah! Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $30 off with the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash theywill30. This is a limited time offer for $30 off. That means your test will cost $169 instead of hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $30 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash theywill30. Modernfertility.com slash theywill30. High five. Do it. Woohoo. So Patrick's mom, Deanna, was in the process of writing a book to keep Patrick's story out there. There's a website up to gather donations so that she can publish the book. But it hasn't been updated since 2018. Mm. Um, I also don't think the book was ever published. Right. So this, this was a real tough one for me. I don't know if his death was accidental, was a murder. Unless more information is released, I don't think there's enough information to make a decision either way. Right. Right? Yep. Either way, I hope Patrick is resting in peace. I'm so sorry for his family. Big time. And how, either way, how does a little boy run away up a mountain on accident and get lost and die? Or how does something terrible happen to him and somebody drags him up a mountain and he's left to die? I don't like either choice. And I think it's uh, terrifying. It's so terrifying. It's so terrifying. Mm-hmm. When I was writing the story that I mentioned before for my horror podcast, Mm -hmm. I researched people going missing in national parks. I just looked it up. 1,600 people mysteriously Mm -hmm. vanish every year. 1,600 people is so many. I was like, I feel like it's like 300. 1,600 people disappear (laughs) in national parks in the United States every year. Mm -hmm. That is fucking chilling. That is so terrifying. And when I was researching for that story, I found a case of like kids playing hide and go seek in the bush, in the brush, like the Mm -hmm. brush along a path. And the kids hid along the path and two kids pop back up and a third kid is never seen again. Like just fucking disappeared in the woods in front of his family. Mm -mm. Shit like that. Yeah. Mm -mm. A kid went to play behind a boulder in like a you know in a i'm assuming like a high desert scenario and they can see the boulder and the kid just just never came out from behind the fucking boulder shit like that like no thank you very much and it it could be something like this where maybe there was foul play and the family was involved but i can't imagine that this many kids have like their parents have like brought them out to the national parks and done these like horrible things to them and then just pretended like they it's a big fucking mystery that's just 
that's just as chilling as the thought that they just vanished. Right. When <laughs> I also, w- I do wonder, it could be maybe a mix of the two things where Gabe yeah. was going to play a trick on Patrick and led him into the woods, yep. you know, got him turned around, left him there. Right. And then Patrick never came home, like not intending to lose him for in the woods die. for him to die, you right. know, but maybe that's part of what happened and would make yeah. more sense how Patrick would be so turned around suddenly. You know, when it, yeah. when it seems like it would be a straight shot to back to his condo, you know, maybe yeah. there was that sort of, or they got in a fight in the woods. They He lured him out into the woods to get the Game Boy. They got in a fight. He ran away from him, but didn't kill him. Yeah. And Patrick got lost. You know, I think it could be something like that. You totally. know, but still, like, how did he climb a mountain and not get his hands dirty? And, yep. you know, I would, I almost said I would love to see the crime scene photos and I wouldn't, I don't mean, but, you know, like, I would be curious yeah. to see what that meant. What, what did, what did that really look like? How clean? Well, but it doesn't sound hands. like they exist because the police didn't go up there and take them. Yeah. So I think there the are, Rangers... I, there is uh, pictures. I, there mm. was an article that talked about how chilling they were to look at, but, um, yeah. Yeah, but still, right? Like, no. <laughs> no forensic <laughs> investigation, just some no. photos from rangers who were like, oh, yeah, we saw it. It's fine. You don't need to go up there, mm-hmm. officers of the law, mm-hmm. <laughs> to yeah. investigate a 10-year-old boy's mysterious disappearance and right? death. Right. We got this. We are fully trained for this. It's fine. Seriously. Yeah. There would be no reason for us to want to keep this quiet and be accidental to keep our tourism, you know, uh-huh. intact. <laughs> what the fuck happened to that poor kid? What I is the story? I know. I'm sorry. I, I was trying to like... I hate the ones that are just sort of like the, you know, that are just open-ended. And I was digging to try to find more evidence one way or the other and it just isn't out there you know when they when the fbi and the the state attorneys general are not going to investigate it like yeah we don't get to have any answers yeah no i mean cases like this we just covered the malaysia flight 370 for mm -hmm. patreon and it's either the government or aliens like right Diet love pass, government or aliens. Mm-hmm. Like it's right. just, you get to a certain point with these stories that are just so mind bendingly creepy and mysterious and disturbing that it's either the government or aliens. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not a twelve year old stepbrother. It's right. some, the government had something to do with this. Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah. Bigfoot. Yes, right. Something. Like yeah, you gotta go straight to conspiracy theory after a certain point because I just, my brain can't do it. And that's like a, just a comfy place for it to rest. Be like, well, clearly there are bigger things at play here. So Mm -hmm. I'll just accept that as the answer and move on with my day because the alternative is just so strange. The Jameson family, we covered them, the the father and mother and um, their little daughter and their dog who went out mm-hmm. to the mountains and then just were found dead, like face down side by side mm-hmm. 10 years later or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, just How, with 30 why? grand in their truck and shit. Yeah. It's yes. like, Oh my God, what happens to these people? It's so weird. It's so it's weird. awful. I know I was editing the story this afternoon and <sighs> um, was with my four year old who is all about checking the mail right now. Yep. And our mailbox is across the street from our house. But we li- I mean, like, it's not a busy road. It's totally fine. He loves to do it. It's a big boy thing he gets to do. Yeah. He said, you know, Mom, I want to go check the mail. And I was like, okay. And I 
uh, he left and then our garbage truck came by at the same time and I that made me a little nervous and so I just stood up to make sure he either waited for the garbage truck one way or the other he was still in our yard or he had crossed over and was waiting and I could not find him the oh. garbage truck drove away and he wasn't on either side of the road oh and I was like oh my god this is how it happens and yeah I started I ran out there I was like you know calling his name where are you and he just went around the side of the house for whatever reason because oh. he's four but God. like that, you know, he's gonna end up in the <laughs> uh, in the garbage. I I was like, uh, you, that scared me. That you know, where did you go? And he's like, oh, you know, whatever. He said, Mom, did you think I got picked up by the garbage claw? You know, we've got those garbage <laughs> trucks that like pick up the can and throw it. And like, and I was like, yeah, I actually kind of did. <laughs> he was laughing. He was like, do you think that would be funny if I got picked up by the? I was like, no, that would not be funny at all. <laughs> no. Because no. you know what, son? No. That's a metaphor for a garbage, quote unquote, gar- garbage claw is a metaphor for <laughs> incidences like Sherry yes. Smith who got picked up while ch- going to pick up her mail in oh, front of her house. Right. I she mean, got garbage clawed. Oh, yes. my God. Yes. Patrick he got garbage understand. clawed. Everybody, everybody, don't let your kid lock him in a room. We've covered this. Lock them yep. in a room forever. It's it's the only recourse. There is no other recourse because the government and the aliens are too mm-hmm. ever present and too powerful. And the garbage and, claw. Yes, mm-hmm. they will garbage claw. You will get garbage clawed if you are not careful. So yep. take it from us. <laughs> oh. God. So thank you, but no thank you. I well, know. I hate an unsolved mystery, but also cases like that really get my fucking scaredy senses tingling mm-hmm. and so there's a certain amount of that that i'm like yeah when it's just that mysterious i am into it yes. i like have to know what happened to that poor kid and yep. somebody knows his family knows it's, yes right yep. yep well they definitely the you know the people there that day would know if he just wandered up a mountain on accident or right. something more sinister happened Got garbage clawed. Oh, oh, God. But they would have figured that out, too. Like, they wouldn't have just yeah. ruled a little boy's death hypothermia if there was evidence of foul play. Like, right. that just wouldn't have happened. You know, there's some deaths right. where you're like, I'm going to cover one coming up that, you know, was ruled a suicide. And you're like, L-O, motherfucking mm-hmm. L. No way that was a suicide. Like, mm-hmm. There's a major cover-up happening here, but... Yeah, a 10-year-old boy gets lost in the woods. Even if the like National Park was or the ski resort area or whatever was like mm-hmm. not super keen on little boys dying in the area, like that's just they, they would have ruled it homicide. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was one of the things the dad said in one of the articles was like the corruption goes all the way to the top, the cover-up. I was like, yeah. but what would be the purpose? I mean, other right. than like to to protect your tourism i could understand that but we're like i don't think that that would dictate no. like fish and game wardens aren't out to cover no. up boys murders that's no not, absolutely not you know. no so no they're out there to make yeah. people safe and like protect the environment and shit they're right. not out there to like, like i don't think they're probably the most qualified people to make that call but i don't no. think their intention would be no to cover up something and then the the um, I saw a tiny little blurb where the person who, the doctor who did the autopsy was like, no, there was really clear signs of hypothermia damage to the, the body. Like it was hypothermia, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's sort of like, but why were his hands clean? <laughs> right. 
Right. <laughs> Toes pointed and hands clean. I just don't know. But yeah, yeah unless it's yeah. some sort of frog boys thing where there was a government, like potential mm-hmm. military involvement. Um, you know, maybe he was kept out there against his will until he died of hypothermia or right. something like that. Right. But then again, like, why? Why? Mm-hmm. You know? And if nope. there would have been some signs of him being bound or something, I'm sure if that were the mm-hmm. case. But yeah. yuck. Mm-hmm. Ew. That's what my brain says. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. No, we could just run around in circles and go around in circles and talk about all of the oh my God. things we think about it. But I'm sure the answer is just the most obvious thing. You know, I'm sure yep. when we all get to heaven and we get to immediately get sent to the true crime department of heaven, mm-hmm. which is the first, I'll be like, would you like to go to the cool rave section of heaven or, no. you know, the margaritas? No, straight no. to the fucking true crime section. Like, take me straight there. I'm, I need to know all the answers. And they're going to be like, yeah, well, he got bit by a scorpion and it wasn't super obvious because the swelling had gone down from the hypothermia. Like it, And so he got bit and passed out from the poison and died in that position. You'd be like, (laughs) God, come on, really? Uh (laughs) Nope. The boys really just get lost up mountain sometimes. (laughs) House MD shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the cold conditions counteracted the swelling from the sting and it also (laughs) neutralized because he had taken an antihistamine earlier that day. So it was neutralized. So it wasn't obvious and whatever. Like, right great okay cool mm, boring thanks yeah yeah diet love passed they're like no it really just was the weather and you're like no mm. it wasn't it was aliens right like no it was no. just the weather it's just that happens weird we don't mm-hmm. trust us <laughs> jamine <laughs> definitely the brother i mean all right yeah great is that all of them <laughs> yeah frog boys and... military okay right <laughs> no holy shit well good suggestion listener yes thank you suzanne i am definitely keen for those fucking national park mysteries Mm -hmm. and disappearances because that shit is so chilling yep well should we do some names yeah the only thing to follow up a alien conspiracy with is name time It's name time. It's been okay, a while once since again. we recorded. So do you have a giant collection? I have a giant list. I'm going to have to cut these down again. So if you've sent me some and you're not hearing them tonight, you will hear them soon enough. Let me find where I left off. God. Dick Corp Drive is the headquarters <laughs> for Dick's Sporting Goods. It started yes. out with the, on a dick. <laughs> Uh, somebody had a patient with the last name Crotch Check. <laughs> K-R-O-T-S-C-H-E-C-K. Crotch That's Check. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, my God. There's a memorial bench in L.A. Uh, what's her name? Lisa. Oh, shit. She's a comedian. I thought, I'm going to pull her up just because I feel like I need to shout out people when I... Lisa Gilroy. She's mm. hilarious. Oh, um, God. Sorry. She was in LA with her family, like zoomed in. There's like this bench overlooking, I'm assuming like Hollywood or whatever, and uh, in the Hollywood Hills, and zoomed in on this bench with all these memorial plaques on it, and (laughs) zoomed in right on the name. Private, in parentheses, The Bulge, 
dick beard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Private dick beard. His nickname was The the Bulge. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I heard on NPR last week, Dickon Hinchcliffe was the... (laughs) Composer of the Lost Daughter soundtrack. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Why do composers like, get the best names? Come again, Dickon Hinchcliffe. <laughs> there is this a, there's a theme this tonight, y'all. Uh, there's a high school teacher in Derby, Kansas named Richard Head. <laughs> oh, I do think uh, Trump's special master's name, Raymond Deary, is adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... Did I do Girly Crumb Jr.? I feel like I said Girly Crumb Jr. one of these times. Regardless, uh, Girly Crumb so. Jr. murdered his family. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah. We talked about that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, Rusty Keys. Oh. <laughs> Dr. Gussie McCracken is an archaeologist. <laughs> there is a Richard Arthur Assman. What? Yes. A-S-S-M-A-N. Richard wow. Arthur Assman. That's amazing. Um, somebody got roped into a fantasy football league, and they chose their players based solely on names, and the names are Jalen Waddle and Kaimi Fairbairn. Yes. <laughs> Fairbairn. You're going to win that bracket. A fantastic Fair. last name. Fairbairn. <laughs> Jalen Waddle. God. Nurse practitioner Lindsay Lindsay. Uh, I think we've done that one before. That's our parents. Oh my god! Well, it came up again. That's oh, so you funny. know what? I did find that. I did see that on um in, tra- in the Trafalgar fucking uh-huh. Facebook page. That's so funny. I yeah, forgot that's about our Lindsay parents' Lindsay. doctor. Yeah, well, everybody she said moved. she's leaving. I know. Yep, she moved. She left. Yep. Um, multiple times we were tagged. Trisha Paytas Paytas's name. Trisha, God bless it. <laughs> Trisha Paytas. Paytas Paytas. Named her daughter Malibu Barbie. Because uh-huh. of course she did. Uh-huh. Um, somebody set us a sign that said, Control Tansy Ragwort. And then they <laughs> followed up. And I looked up Tansy Ragwort because I was assuming it was a weed. And it is. And they uh-huh. followed up and said their, the nickname is for this weed is Stinking Willie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Shania from Love is Blind, uh, now husband, her now husband on the follow-up episodes of Love is Blind, uh, he's her fiancé, but his name is Christos Lardicus. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a couple named Pauline and Maxwell Bacon, and they had a son and they named him Theodore Smokey Bacon. Oh, wow. Cause a real fuss at the women's circle, according to the article. Oh, my God. Yeah. They intend to call any future children Maple and Crispy. So, Oh, my God. Try to keep an eye on that developing story. So cute. (laughs) Um... So somebody says their name is Malin Evita. Malin being the Swedish Magdalena and Evita being the nickname of, of Eva. Completely coincidentally, their cousin's name is Eva Magdalene. Or no, Eva Madeline. Madeline being the French Magdalena. So <laughs> essentially they have the same name. 
Magdalena, Eva, and Eva Magdalena. Wow. <laughs> I know. Parents had no idea. Wow. It's like if, if I had kids and you had kids and we accidentally named them the same thing. <laughs> Whoops-a-daisy. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll do two more. Yes, three more. Uh, somebody grew up close to a town called Tees V Laja. Tees V Laja. It's not real. Tees V Laja, which sounds remarkably close to P wants to play in Danish. <laughs> oh, Lordy. He does want to play. <laughs> he wants to play. It's so funny. Um,. And then somebody's 10-year-old daughter started a knitting group called Knitters with Attitude. (laughs) (laughs) No, they didn't. Yes, they did. Fuck, yes, they did. My God. And I'm realizing that um, some people sent in names a while ago, and I accidentally put those names, like the names I just read like in the middle anyway. So there's a couple people who have been waiting patiently for their names to be read. I will read them next time. I promise. And there's some at good the ones. Top. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make sure to put future names at the bottom so that the list scrolls in order. Don't so want to get moldy. You gotta, you gotta shelf the shelves. <laughs> you gotta front the, front the shelves. What do they call exactly. it? That's yes, front the shelves. <laughs> shelf the shelves and front the shelves. <laughs> <laughs> to avoid moldy names. That's right. Oh, speaking of moldy names, not so moldy. <laughs> fresh names. Please, speaking poor people. Some of them fresh I Fresh names have, to the front. I know. We've been moving. We Our Patreon supporters, thank you so much. We yep. are still in July. We are almost August. And now all of a sudden we're in September. We're just falling behind. Oh and that's okay. God. Yeah, I got to do. I mean, I really, my brain I falls apart I know. after four. It just does. I apologize. Yep. And thank you for your patience. But I think you want a quality shouty outy versus a quantity shouty outy. Yes. So. So thank you so much to Suzanne A. Suzanne A. She knows who she am. Uh, She is Suzanne A. She knows who she am. uh, And she's a (laughs) mama jamma. She comes on down from Alabama. And what's south of Alabama, will you ask? Well, it's Mexico. (laughs) Well, after probably a couple of states. And then Mexico, which is my favorite country and if i'll meet suzanne uh there then we will have a blast (laughs) thank you so much to stephanie no last name given yeah no last name needed stephanie just walks into a room and says listen up bitches and man bitches and they bitches (laughs) actually she probably doesn't call people bitches because that's pretty derogatory in 2022 but in a loving way right so stephanie's Mm -hmm. just like listen up rat bastards that's what she says (laughs) i'm here to tell you about me i'm stephanie i know that i need no introduction you already know who i am and i come my reputation precedes me as a martial artist as a (laughs) fucking player as a inventor of genres of music uh as a famed poet and author wow Mm -hmm. 
and a fashion icon. And Holy then she cow. twirls and then she fucking hi-ya, high kicks, uh-huh. roundhouse kicks, a bottle out from under another <laughs> bottle. And as she turns back around, she catches the top bottle, c- cracks it open with her teeth what? and slams it. Wow. Yep. And then smashes it in her fist. <laughs> Stephanie is incredible. Drops it and exits the room. Wow. With mouths agape. Oh. I, yes. Yep. That's, That's all. Stephanie. There is. God. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much to Jessica T. Jessica, time out. You're going to need to tell me what this is all about. And she says, listen, come closer. Listen, come closer. I'm going to tell you what it's about right now. It is about things you need to know all about. It is about <laughs> things that you can never comprehend, like the mysteries of the universe coming into focus and like the new telescope telling you that everything that you ever knew about was not true because the Big Bang is only so old and the galaxies we found are older than the Big Bang and I hold all of that inside of me. So just when you think you've figured me out, you look deeper inside of me and realize that the (laughs) timeline that you thought was true was not true and everything that you thought that you knew is in incorrect because my galaxies expand much much farther than you can comprehend with your mortal brain so try to keep up even though you can't i would like to i think that you definitely contain galaxies that fucking explode the previous scientific timeline that we've all been operating right up to this point clearly Really. Uh, last but not least. Last but not least. Who's last but not least? Thank you so much to Raphael R. Oh my God. Raphael R stands for razor sharp, stands for ricochet, stands for r- r- Ronco, like the food dehydrator, <laughs> which I watched those infomercials. Yes. Like avidly religiously as a child like a ronco does it all fucking 400 patents i don't know how many patents did ronco have i don't know ask Raphael because he's got more he's not worried about that competition at all Mm -mm. r also stands for radiance it stands for redundancy because he doesn't need you you're redundant in his presence (laughs) because he contains multitudes he is all of it he is everything forever and ever from now on it's Raphael r yeah period stop Uh uh-uh i don't need to hear Uh, anything else uh uh-uh end of story it ends at Raphael (laughs) yes that's it y'all that's it it. thank you guys so much it ends with Raphael r but it begins next week with somebody else more terrible tales to more terrible tales and more thank yous. And in the meantime, if you want to get in line, if you want to jump in the queue for shouty outies for our Patreon, head on over there for as little as $5 a month. You can get a quadrillion more episodes. Mm-hmm. Like 116 or something at this point. So many episodes. So many. But so many of them are my favorite episodes that I've yes. covered. So, and I've said it before, full ass, whole ass episodes. These are not cut down, miniature, Mm-mm. 15, 20 minutes, Mm-mm. 30 Mm-mm. solid minutes minimum. Yeah. It's worth your money. Banter. 
yeah. in all of it. Yeah. And a beautiful community of hilarious and brilliant people who are solving all the world's problems over there. So get on mm-hmm. over there and join that community. And you can also find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. <laughs> who <laughs> else? Twitter, though, all of them. <laughs> Twitch, Distractify. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. My fight is on random blogs. Yeah. Um, at they will kill. You can go to our website, they will kill.com, and you can always email us at they will kill podcast at gmail.com. I wanted the attention back to me, so I'm going to yep. make noise over take, here. Take it away. <laughs> Please rate, review, subscribe. Yes. Just put a little love letter, little, little lovey letter into your Apple podcast. That's right. The Submit a five star right. rating. Send yes. it to us. Ooh, our hearts explode. Please. Thank you, AJ Bergans, for your music, for Thank our music. Thank you so much. And remember... Uh, I was just thinking more today. I think I've said this before, but I think it's just so important to remain curious. I think so many of the world's problems could be solved with a little bit of fucking curiosity. Mm-hmm. And I know that people listening to this podcast and loving this podcast are curious people, and I'm preaching to the choir, but... I think it's just a really important thing to check in with on the regular because I'm finding more and more that these like these plate these like walls that we slam down mm-hmm. in society amongst each other. It's generally a lack of curiosity if you really look at the source of it and trauma and other things, obviously. But try to remain curious. Try to approach the world with curiosity. And I heard some Aldous Huxley quote that I'm going to butcher, but it was basically like the secret to a beautiful and long life is to remain childlike. And so that's what I'm trying to do. And I encourage all of you to do it. And I love you so much. And thank you so much for listening. So much. And for supporting us and supporting the stories that we cover and the victims of these stories and the loved ones and just being generally fucking amazing, curious, beautiful, truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.